0: Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Amy. And I'm Erica. And we're here alone again. (laughs) (laughs) Erin's still in Hawaii. I don't think she's coming back. There should be a running gag. Yeah, I know.
1: Aaron's in Hawaii. We've been abandoned.
0: (laughs) So this is our Misogynist of the Week podcast. This week we are talking about Toronto City Councilor Giorgio Mamaliti. He has uh, been making the rounds on Rebel Media. He recently had an in-studio appearance on Ezra Levant's Far Right Rebel show last week where he shared his thoughts on... Jennifer Keysmet, Toronto's former chief planner and top challenger facing against incumbent mayor John Tory in October's municipal election, asked by the rebel host, uh, the rebel host makes it sound <laughs> it sounds so dramatic, uh, <laughs> David Menzies, what he thinks about Keysmet's chances. He said, the loyal ally of Ontario, Doug Ford, went on to share an unprompted rant about why Toronto was quote unquote, not going to vote for people that are good looking, which just came out of nowhere. He went on up, and so he you know here he is giving this land. you know she's a good looking lady, sure, like what does that have to do with anything but uh you know you have Menzies saying, I'm glad in the me Too era you're not playing favorites because he mentions that uh John Tory is also good looking but look that's which
1: th- which in itself is gross, okay. <laughs> Like he's not gross. he's not the worst. You
0: know, he's not.
1: Well, he's not Doug Ford. Like, I mean, <laughs> Jabba the Hutt himself. Like, I don't I don't I don't know.
0: I don't and I mean, I think any of these like talking about how people look is ridiculous. But he brought it up like out of the blue. It's just like so baffling. Well, he goes on to say, uh, you know, uh, more even more controversial comments during an appearance. Uh, similar the same appearance with rebel media saying that he. Uh, while discussing his plans on how to deal with quote-unquote criminals living in social housing buildings in communities like Jane and Finch. Oh, like He's, Herringate? Yeah, that too. I'm sure. I'd love to hear what his thoughts on the Herringate situation. But he says, I see it like spraying down a building full of cockroaches. He said of his preferred option of evicting tenants who are involved in crime.
1: And we have audio on that too. Yay for all of us
2: one percent of of their population are a big problem to not only uh the the residents in in tchc but the much larger communities what i say that by, by that is they're harboring literally uh all of these killers they're harboring the the drug dealers they know they are, and they can't do anything about it because the courts won't let them evict. They call it the last place for these people to go. So so if they evict, there's nowhere else for these people to go. I see it uh, like uh, spraying down uh, a building full of cockroaches. The cockroaches are just going to scatter, right? Yeah. So start evicting them. Yes. Let them scatter because their particular... Uh, strength is when they're all together in a community like Jane and Finch. Yeah. So my approach is going to be scatter them, evict them, get them out of Jane and Finch completely. And I also have a further one, David. I think we need to knock the buildings down completely and build into a mix. It's not fair to those residents to be, to be segregated that they, ha- they, they, they have been for the last 60 years. Mm-hmm. It's no wonder our, our little kids in those communities are growing up angry and killing people. We need them to mingle with the rest of society
0: my ears are literally cringing. Scatter them, evict them, get them out of Jane and Finch completely. Like, what the fuck is he on about? And of course, he's also making comments about how these are ghettoized, segregated communities and like putting the blame on people who live there. That ghetto word
1: again. It's so fucked. That ghetto word. I, I have an aside about that ghetto word, but carry on. Yeah.
0: But in terms of what he thinks about social housing buildings, I mean, he wants them all knocked down and replaced with, you know, this mixed housing, which I don't know what he means by that. I don't think he understands what affordable housing is. I don't think he understands clearly the intersection between like poverty and housing and race. And like, that's like really the, the like issue here. You can't like blame people for like segregating themselves when like, you know, I I, I don't even know where to start. Where do you want to start? Erica? Okay.
1: Okay. So should Okay. As his I'll start with the misogyny <laughs> 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 and then devolve from there. Um I feel like he made that comment about um is it Keysmat? Yeah. Keysmat's looks and then tried to kind of like walk it back by by doing this equality thing by saying John Tory's a good looking man too. Oh, I wouldn't get in there. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm just like, first of all, it it, it honestly, I swear to God, <laughs> I, it sounds like a conversation two guys would have at work.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. Like, and, and the reason he brings it up is because he thinks it's a compliment. Mm-hmm. It's like, she's awful. She's trash. She's so left wing. Only crazy people would vote for her. She's good looking, but that's not how we should vote. It's like what? Yeah, what the fuck does and, s- and
1: and and it's not sexism because I said John Tory's good looking too.
0: The fact that this person currently serves and is running for re-election on city council is so absurd to me. I mean, it kind of makes sense. I got like, asked
1: Toronto, what the
0: fuck? Yeah. And Where it- are these? Crap counselors
1: come from.
0: And I don't know. Who, I mean, well, I sort of know. So this is sort of like when we talked about Jane and Finch. Right. And we talked. I, I I, don't know if you remember, but I brought up something that um, one of the community associations there was say were saying around like the response to Doug Ford talking right. about like gang violence. They like this is why people don't vote. And in fact, we talk to people in our community. We, people don't vote because they feel so utterly disrespected, so utterly marginalized. And so even though. Memoliti or whatever represents this community. And also his ward is like majority racialized people and persons of color. Really? Yeah. But I think there's like a clear discrepancy in who votes, who's enfranchised, who feels engaged in municipal politics, period. Yes. And so then you get people like this and I'm not saying, I'm not disparaging anyone for choosing not to vote. Yeah. And I think like I can see the rationale and I Mm -hmm. feel for it. And I think everyone needs to question why that happens. Mm -hmm. And I think it weakens our democracy. Not that people don't vote, but that we create the circumstances in which people feel so utterly on the outs of politics because politics is not speaking for the Politicians don't speak for them. Engage Look them and talk politics. about them as cockroaches. Well,
1: not only that, like the spaces that you have to operate in mm-hmm. to be a politician are spaces that are built on certain income requirements yes. historically. On on um, on gender requirements, um, racial requirements are implied, if not said. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that has been the history of politics. When we see politicians, when you look at politicians and you look at people who are just basically legacies, I'm going to pick on <laughs> Carolyn Mulroney from now until she's my, she's another one of my faves. And I want y'all, if you listen to our last episode, you know what I mean by fave. And it's because sh- she represents to me this oligarchy that we have in this country yeah. of the ruling elite families that are based out of the St. Lawrence corridor.
0: Well, this upper uh, and lower my Canada. Junior also now an elected uh, MPP. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay, Mike Harris motherfucking junior. The guy didn't even have the decency to change his name. (laughs) And we got to ask ourselves, we really do have to ask ourselves, what is it that we want to see in terms of people representing us instead of them feeding us what we want to hear? And, you know, when I say vote, vote, go out and vote – I'm talking about the people who just choose not to. I'm not really talking about the people who feel marginalized, who have a job back to back to yeah. back, who cannot get to a voting poll, who who sure, don't yeah, have... Sure, yeah, some structural... There like, are structural around it, yeah. issues around income and voting. And income and racialization and marginalization and voting mm-hmm. all have this intersection that... You know, when other people talk about, oh, well, you assholes didn't vote. Well, some of those assholes really, really can't. Some of those assholes need to, and I don't, I'm not calling these people assholes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But some of those people have structural issues, transportation issues, um, all sorts of issues for yeah. not voting in addition to. Being told
0: that politics isn't for them. And
1: being told that they don't belong. Yeah. And I think that when I talk about like spaces and which space like that you they have to operate in these mm-hmm. these spaces, these are the people who are on the front lines of the policy that you're cr- these are the people who are receiving the policies that you may be creating for them. Mm-hmm. And yet they are not heard.
0: Well, and the fact that he can talk about any of his constituents in this way, which like such a degree of disrespect of like complete ignorance of what it is to live. I mean, what does he mean by the Jane and Finch community? It's like a whole diverse, interesting part of Toronto that is so like complex, paints it in this broad brush talks like uses really racially charged words that have you know harken back to many a genus like genocide cultural and like you know physical genocide against people the world over like it is just such dehumanizing language for any elected official or any person to talk about a neighbor or let alone a citizen or constituent mm-hmm. um So I don't know who he thinks he's representing. I don't know why he thinks that he can speak like this with impunity, probably because he's on fucking Rebel and they allow hate speech to be aired. But like there's no not even a shred of empathy when he talks about why. Like even if you want it, if even if you think gang violence characterizes the Jane and Finch neighborhood, which I completely disagree with, but even if you think that it does, there's not a shred of empathy for like the violence, real or perceived, that happens there, the people who live there and what their daily struggles are. And to talk about like raising, like completely like, ri- like demolishing all social housing in that area as the only way to eradicate people, like no conception of what causes, like marginalization to the point that people participate in gang violence or any violence. We the just t-
1: talked about housing and affordable yeah, housing. Yeah, well, the,
0: like when you're un- like under house or homeless, like, you know, it, it's such like a desperate situation like you're vo- you're you're like volu- volunteering that as a solution for people's already like difficult lives. Like how do you think that will like improve people's well-being and like health and safety in any way that you take the one thing that every everyone knows and certainly city councillors of all people should appreciate that housing is actually like the like panacea for so many social ills. Like just providing housing like, you know, would solve so many problems. So instead of being like we need more affordable housing or we need to take better care of communities where they you know What does that
1: even mean? You take know, Better care of communities. Well, what does but that like, mean? Like especially when you're trying to chop them up.
0: But that what I mean is like you have you have a responsibility as a counselor to pay attention oh, to for sure. where, where these, like what the issues are. And I don't mean like issues like problem issues, but like where, what is, what is needed? Like, what is it like, like what is a needs assessment for our community? Mm-hmm. Um, like whatever community, yeah. not a community in need, although maybe you want to characterize it the way. It's some language I would choose, but like, you know, what would make for a safer, like happier, healthier community period. Right. And you can apply that anywhere. Yeah, and in Jane and Finch, it is more affordable housing. Right, it is better affordable housing that's not falling apart. Right, it is like better transit and better connectivity. And now the su- the subway lines expanded to there, and like things are like you know improving in that sense. Mm-hmm. It's like act- oh, that took you a know, while though yeah. for sure. But access to like easier access to city services, like mm-hmm. like you know, how do you as a counselor like address those issues and like the, for the response to be like level it it's just like so ridiculous i'm just like i i guess um first of all uh can can i add a factoid that i think yeah go ahead propel your rant yeah this man's I'm, been a
1: city councilor for 30 years okay i was gonna ask you how much of an incumbent he what i knew like yeah i was yes okay good so um when you ask when you ask when you were talking about, well, how could this man like basically y- you know, he obviously felt comfortable on the rebel. This is a man who's been in his seat so long, he doesn't even know there's a challenger. He's like, whatever, who cares? And has reached this level of impunity that um that a lot of politicians reach actually where what they say or what they do cannot be, well, impugned, basically. And I, it's amazing to me that this man who has been, who's supposed to be serving these people is coming out with this kind of rhetoric. Second of all, but then not surprising. Second of all, I'm not surprised that the, the, that the sexism And the misogyny was coupled with the racism Mm. because they are just they're a perfect match and that that you can't hate just one group and then love everybody else or or think well of everybody else is continuing to be proved over and over again. And this link between sexism and racism Mm And or this or this misogyny and white supremacy that we consistently see. Um, I also would. What's with the Italian like counselors? Mm -hmm. Because that other guy, whatever, that we talked about a while ago. Oh, gosh, I forgot his name. Uh, Somebody somebody tweeted or something. But anyway, he's another one who talked disparagingly. About mostly black people,
0: I mean, I think it is partly rooted in a sense of being like a better or model immigrant, like part of the better wave, the, the better wave, wave that yes. the, the wave that you know, Maxim Bernier is happy happened and speaks to the good kind of diversity before we had too much diversity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there there is a little bit of sense of that, but I mean I don't think I mean Italians today don't see themselves racialized uh, racialized, but I think they do see themselves as part of a discrete community and there's a lot of Italian community pride that's mm-hmm. like really visibly felt. It's so funny because you never hear people like talking about the ghettoization of like little Italy yeah. across the country. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like you always hear hear up in Chinatown. Down. You yeah, always yeah. hear You're like, about uh, like, you know, yeah. like the Somali community, they all live in the same place. The Arabs all live in the same place. The Muslims move here and they all live in the same place, which is like the most diverse like grouping of people like the Muslims. But, yeah. Uh, you know, people <laughs> say shit like that. And it's like, I'm walking up and down <laughs> Preston Street, like everybody, like Nona's like talking like Italian, had, haven't spoken a lick of English since they've been here. And everyone's yeah. no like, oh, why these Nona's segre-, like, <laughs> segregate themselves into these like ghettoized <laughs> communities? So and I'm like,
1: you know. And, and Toronto has a large Portuguese sure, community. Sure. I, love, I saying, love
0: like little Portugal, and little Italy. Yo, and, like, so do I. And Greek yeah, town. Yeah. And like people talk about Greek town. Like, you know, I mean, what happened on the dance floor, mm-hmm. like really sad, t- super tragic, And but like people talk about Greektown with such like reverence and like, oh, the families that live there as if there are no families in any other parts of Toronto, as if there are no families at Jane and Finch. Where is like Meliti to talk about like the families in the Jane and Finch community and like how like, you know, and 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 even if you believe like even if you think that maybe there should be more attention to policing because of gang violence. There's no no one's talk like they talk about like the violence to like white bystand like they're not talking about like the vi like you know like yeah in feeling inner for community feeling violence. for the community yeah. or like which I also am like not cool on but, no like, because then you
1: get the Chicago sure which yeah I, which is trash yeah. But, like
0: a little bit like not even a shred of empathy it's completely like these are like such dehuman, like just only dehumanizing language and it's a part of the, Because very few people from downtown or Toronto or other pockets of Toronto go up to Jane and Finch unless they have to or unless you're going to York. Yeah. Like people think of it as like it's this like this impenetrable bubble and it's like you are choosing to be afraid because it is like visibly racialized and you then project all of these things onto it. You've never been there. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't, you don't know people who live there. You don't interact with it. And then you say they are ghettoized and they choose to be segregated. So
1: when do white people get ghettoized? Yeah. when they choose to live together and well know. if you've
0: li- if you were at one point an immigrant community that eventually is, is white enough and eventually the sense of race changes and you stop becoming racialized you can continue to live in your own little like pockets of communities and people will think it's quaint and charming and just so european to go to little italy yeah and hang out there. yeah Which I do, and I live there, and I love it. But like you know, I live in Edinburgh, like I'm. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but I mean, like it's great. Like I, you know, I like Italian. I always, I have like a really kind of like sad association with like Italians because in Windsor, the two largest populations are like Italians and Lebanese people. That's where I grew up. I always like felt such an affinity for Italian people because they also have like a vibrant Mediterranean culture. They do. Yeah. Like we do. And like they have similar like there's certain things that Sometimes are very similar. they
1: remind me of West Indians.
0: Like seriously. <laughs> I'm like but like you know like the the food oriented culture it's like the there's a a, similar there's a vibrancy there's like you know they got the hand talking going there's like the machismo aspect that's like very like you honestly some days you can't tell like a Lebanese person apart from an Italian person no but they get like but I was just like Italian people have better street cred like they are more respected I kind of wish I secretly for a while was like wishing I was Italian Mm -hmm. so you get all the good perks but like none of the like racism you know like yeah that's true
1: (laughs) yeah like if you're discriminating Against Italians, like I don't know what <laughs> kind of cave you grew up in. You well, know I, mean, I mean, maybe like, you grew up
0: in Sudbury in the like 1920s, <laughs> which, like, there was segregation. There were laws no, that said no, like no. Italians couldn't cross exactly. certain streets. Like it was a thing. Exactly. And you would think that that would engender a sensitivity, no, towards other kinds of immigrants and migrants. People would come here, but it doesn't because people are pitted against each other. And again, like there's it's a good, the proximity to whiteness. Yeah, for sure. And and yeah, the 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 actual like color aspect of it like and shadism like yeah. like there it's so much easier to like separate yeah, out yeah. the racism of then and the racism well, of now in a very like visible way there's a whole body
1: of literature in mostly in America about how when the Italians, Jews, and Irish became white. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm sure there are people who are confused right now who are like, but the Irish are white. No 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 no. <sighs> It's what white means. White is not just a skin color.
0: No, it's like Anglo Saxon. It's an Anglo it like, Saxon. I mean, white. it's not anymore. Now right. it's a catch all, but at the time, that's what it was. That's yeah, what they were if trying you to were, preserve.
1: If you were not British from, you know, and an Anglican or Episcopalian or whatever, and from, but not from Ireland, because even, even, even Scotland—that's that's, that's <laughs> a weird one for me, but but basically, if you were not an Anglo-Saxon, bec- you were not white enough. Yeah, if you weren't uh, English or German or something like that, you were not white enough. So basically, the south of France wasn't white enough for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It was the continent, right? In 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 quotations, and it just goes to show how in absorbing um, or this melting pot idea or multicolor, whatever you want to call it, our value in Canada, in the United States, in the Western world, and in even places of our, our like familiar ancestry, the proximity to whiteness mm-hmm. means the closer you are to whiteness, the more value you have to society so when we're talking about immigration when we're talking about even low lower income people there is a a social structure of the value of human beings and white males are at the top so as close as you can get to white males you are more valuable in the society in western society in general at me I I don't care (laughs)
0: like
1: You can at me and disagree and I will hold firm. I will die on this hill.
0: (laughs) That's totally fair. (laughs) I mean, it's, um, you know, and then there's, of course, like the the model immigrant idea and the sense that like we made it. And we did all these things and we're thriving and these these communities struggle and it's on them. Yes. And it's again this like idea that. You know, and it's pitted. You, it, it's you decide your own fate and all of that. Yeah. And, 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 and yes. And it's it's been created that way. We've been like led into this thinking. Right. Because it's uh, you know it's easier to control populations when you can. And that's the whole conquer point. Conquer their thinking. Right
1: that's the whole point the, the government isn't there to be your friend the state is not there to be your friend the state is there to ensure that chaos doesn't disrupt its function whatever that function is mm-hmm. that's basically it's just there for chaos control basically <laughs>
0: i know people yeah okay like conceivably, we could create a society that didn't operate that way. But we see that government inter- like the government is interested in, yeah, setting up like creating stability so that people can in, in a neocapitalist society so people can profit. Yeah, that's all it's about. I yeah. think it's for mar- only stability. Stability for markets, for lo- like companies. That's right. That's what it's about. Is it about making sure everyone has access to health care? No, it is. However, about giving people access to enough healthcare that they can be productive workers, so that we can make money off of them.
1: Why do you think? Th- why do you think we all push coffee? Ooh,
0: coming for coffee now. Watch out.
1: Well, I love my coffee, <laughs> but but coffee is one of those acceptable drugs because it's it it wires us to be.
0: Well, I think that's also why medication is so readily prescribed yes. as well. Where, yes, where I will, not, I will agree with that. And, you know, government could be do a better job of regulating um, what's prescribed, but they choose not to, arguably. No. Anywho, but wow. there is a challenger for... Uh, okay, yeah. tell us about the challenger. So Toronto, th- listen up. So, um, I can't remember what the... Wa- it's Ward 8? I think it's 18. God, they have so many wards there. I, I can't, can't even keep up keep track of this shit um, but no Tiffany Ford is uh,
1: oh yes 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 okay okay I this is your her. girl you, do you this like is her girl. she seems
0: so rad no yo I know d- a lot of awesome activists who are you like supporting do. her and working like on her campaign and shit so okay. I'm I'm as an aside by association alone I'm for it
1: once you typed out Tiffany Ford I'm like black girl
0: <laughs> black woman <laughs> I just knew fair Yeah. so she is like I'm un- like ridiculously well credentialed
1: sorry it's ward seven ward, york west
0: board seven and she is currently on the toronto district school board as a trustee she's she's a power she has, like, hitter crazy credentials. i like, she know just, like sounds like the coolest most like hard working person um so yeah she's really rad A lot of people have started signing up for her campaign, like, to volunteer and donate money. So even if you don't live in Toronto, maybe you should donate to her campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally anything could help. You don't have to be from there to at least donate or even volunteer your time. But you can go on her website. She's, like, got a lot of great ideas. But, I mean, grew up speaks for this, speaks for at least a a big portion of this community and is, um, you know, it's nice to see people being challenged, but also like challenged from like a real proper representative way. Like
1: Actually, there's I've noticed that there's been an increasing amount of activists mm-hmm. that are now running. Going I'm into the political super arena. excited. Yeah, no,
0: it's good. And they know their shit. Like they're living it. They're on the ground. It's so much like I'm so here for it. Like Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, it's like enough with the, you know, lawyer corporate types. Like it's just like such a monolith. Like in these legislatures. They led us us to this
1: shithole. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, well, they may. Yeah, I mean, the idea but that you they, have to have certain credentials. So when I say she's well credentialed, I'm like, she's been no, no, no. working her ass off. No, no, no. Running that. different community yeah. organizations, like working for, like, you know, civil society, like groups, mm-hmm. and like actually, like, st- like, standing for something. Not no, she's just like power showing house. up here and there. Yeah. You know, when she's it's a powerhouse. And I. F- and and she's been recognized for it time and again. And so I
1: want to. So I'm going to look this up, and I want to see if Desmond Cole has had her on his show because I know he was tweeting about her too.
0: Yeah, I know. He uh, yeah, I don't know, but I I'd love to hear that interview yeah. if that's the case. I'm sure it's only a matter of time because he's he's a supporter of hers as well. Um, but um, I mean, yeah, she's for affordable housing, for childcare, access to transportation youth and and seniors programs um, for the Jane and Finch community which sounds like a much better way to deal with issues of poverty and issues of maybe some like maybe some gang violence and like whatever else or the very least a better way to like look after your community and one another we like, all how have do we to look, look after, after w- each other one like, another like, like we're pooling our taxes for a reason yeah what are we doing with that money
1: exactly
0: like who's it for so that it's easier for developers to put up fucking condominiums and so that we build better streets in only certain parts of the, the city or like what's it for what are we using it for
1: this condo development now, like uh, speaking of which, I, whenever I think of condo development, now I have this image in my head of like kicking out people to build like this ugly, ass, like this Look. basic ass yeah. condo. Yeah.
0: I mean, like there's a pl- like, you know, density is important. You know, we don't want like urban sprawl and right. like, environmental degradation.
1: But they're everywhere. But Who are we
0: building for? And though?
1: who are we yeah, building like, for?
0: If. I, I, when I was looking for apartments, I was like, oh, maybe I could rent in a condo mm-hmm. and like just consider it. And I like, you know do well like if not not be able to afford to rent in a condo it's so prohibitive mm. like absolutely like i don't under anyone i know who lives in a condo i don't know how the fuck you afford it i want to see your bank accounts teach me your ways how did you afford this well like it, you know how <laughs> know, you know probably. mommy and
1: daddy gave them some money that's another it issue no sense.
0: it just makes no sense it's just so fucking expensive and they're so small it's like, do you want a shoebox for two thousand dollars? It like makes no sense. And it's all windows. So you can't even have a bookshelf, which is the part that offends me the most. But like That's true. But you but have where, a kick
1: ass bookshelf. But
0: where are they like, <laughs> but, like I looked at your <laughs> bookshelf and I was like, I
1: want something like that.
0: <laughs> but like where do families go? I mean, you know Well, that's even, the big question. Like, yeah.
1: So and and there's a good I I think one of the things is Okay, first of all, who's have like condos are for small families, and I use the word family loosely. One bedroom, two bedroom yeah, apartment, like two people
0: and a small puppy.
1: Exactly, that's what it's there for. Yeah. It's there for that urban young professional. Yeah, I'm still thinking about when you were talking about where do families go. Yeah, if you have two kids or more or even three kids or more.
0: Yeah, well some of the people living in Hearinggate have like yeah, exactly. six, seven kids and like
1: where do they And live? I wonder if that's sort of like a, a a sort of form of unintended I would like to say unintended discrimination on the on the basis of that family size. Maybe.
0: I mean, like there there is a little bit of that. Or a bias against yeah, yeah. that
1: comes out of that's not intentional from the
0: it's not no, intentional know what, but you know what i, I mean? know what you mean for sure and, and I mean, yeah and we have this like a western idea around like how families live that most parts of the world don't have yeah the family size is one thing but also like generations living in the same household is not a thing that happens happens in in the the west West, as often and in fact when it does then people write op-eds being like millennials are living in their parents like basements they can't afford to move out and it's a crisis well yeah i mean it's different for the west and it would like is a sign of bad economic times that people can't afford to live on their own when they used to be able to Mm -hmm. here but it takes away the element of, like, choice or wanting to share space or conserve or, like, save money or whatever. But in most parts of the world, people, like, have their grandparents living with them and have, like, you know, and then they grow up and they get married and they live, like, next door or they build an addition and they live there, like that's literally like I can't even understand if you don't know that like that is literally the majority of the world like yeah, the it vast is. majority of the world that's oh, how yeah. people live and it's not even that like people who can't afford to live no like no that. no like, that's the a culture sh- it's a choice like if people choose but, that but, they want it but
1: you're also talking about areas of the world where where you don't have old age homes you don't sure, have yeah. social security well
0: we don't really have old age homes and we have very shit old age security so at some true. point we have to acknowledge that and like well maybe we should start pe- moving
1: into but it's true <laughs> <laughs> it's true though because because that is your social security.
0: Yeah, no, totally. You're right. Yeah, it's it's how you like, yeah, for sure. I can't I can't add to that. That's exactly yeah, it. Yeah, and, and, and that's your safety net is your family. But
1: it's not it's not about just that. The benefits for the younger generations. I've like I've I remember reading an op ed talking about this. And the benefit for the younger generation is uh, a grounding mm. in your identity mm-hmm. in who you are mm-hmm. in um what i ooh i heard the best line the other day on of all places basketball wives la <laughs> season yeah. 2 yeah because i'm like running through the seasons and i'm like damn mm-hmm. anyway this is what she said she said uh oh it was drea's mom yeah she said um we are to do two things for our, give our children two things roots and wings hmm. and i was like
0: pow Yeah, that is cool
1: yeah like and that. it's that roots part which gives you which starts building that self-esteem which starts mm-hmm. building that sort of self-awareness and mm-hmm. action and then you don't have all these sensitive people because they're like <laughs> they're like used to being in areas with a lot of people Mm -hmm. and when i say sensitive i mean like i find that there are a lot of people who are actually afraid to talk to other people because they're not used to either living or sharing space Mm -hmm. with others Mm -hmm. and i'm like wow Mm-hmm. like like literally afraid to talk yeah. to other people yeah so they're like more than just economic benefits and i shouldn't have to make an economic argument f- to say that something's good
0: no no and, and this is coming
1: from an economy that no, i don't i sure. shouldn't have
0: to no there's a lot of great social benefit but it, it's really important like i mean when i was when we were young my grandparents lived with us here in canada for a period of time and it was like in my mind then it was like the most shameful thing, right? Because nobody else had that. Yeah, and, and you're like are really trying weird to fit explain in, yeah. to people, and I never fit in. And I was like definitely bullied, and I had like no friends in school. So that was the context in which this happened. But I definitely was like felt so much like shame. Yeah, like yeah. shame is probably the best way to say it about like why or like I just like and it's. And it wasn't even like, it was definitely not because we couldn't afford my, like my grandparents could afford to live on their own. And eventually they did. Mm-hmm. So got a little cramped at our house, but like they just wanted to, like, that's mm-hmm. just what you do. And when we first moved to Canada, my uncles ended up living in Michigan and my, my dad preferred living in Canada. And so we lived in Canada and they, like, the initial intent was that we would all, like, buy houses and live on the same street. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's what you yeah, do. Yeah, that's what you do. And, like, that didn't happen. My parents are still bitter about it, you know? <laughs> My uncle's, like, dicked off and did their own thing. And they're, like, okay, but we thought we were all moving here together so we could have a community and, yeah. like, raise our kids yeah. together. And, you know, you guys, like, went and, like, dipped Um, but anyway, I mean, you know, when my, like, back home, like, my uncles who, you know, have enough money to go build their houses wherever, like, just bought, like, well, I mean, there's no zoning there, so they just, like, built, like, built houses, like, they got married and then built houses behind in the backyard essentially right. right of like my grandparents house and built it up and now they have like these joint homes like this big like kind of compound that, like they all live in and That's it's like cool. i know and i'm like oh, i really missed out like that yeah. would have been way like i'd more i don't know i don't know no I've, i get it like you just I like, spent so much time like being ashamed and denying that shit because like western ideas of like who you your know, family is and, i'm glad and,
1: you brought this up yeah. because i too like Was always trying to either do something with my hair or um, something like that to fit in. Mm -hmm. I remember asking my mom, I was in the bathtub, whether my brown skin could be washed off. And yeah, I know, and I turned out to be this. Um, so there is hope. There you uh, go.
0: <laughs> I told my parents not to come to school because I didn't because I was embarrassed that they spoke with heavy accents. Yeah, I could totally. And say. they still remember that, and they'll pull that out if we're <laughs> having a fight. They're like, "You were so ashamed of us. <laughs> you would not let us come to your now school." Now that is, and I'm I'm ashamed yeah. of that now. I'm ashamed. Yeah, of Yeah, I know. I did. Aren't you
1: ashamed? It's disgusting. Like it is but that's what it makes us do that's yeah. what that whole idea of the 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 scale of value mm-hmm. is that's what it makes us do it makes us ashamed of our our existence as we are totally. in our natural selves totally and so you know as much as people will be like oh that's too bad I don't. I don't want your sympathy, and I don't. I don't need your pity. Yeah, I'm good. I'm. I, I would, we're both good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah I, I'm doing okay, yeah. in spite of you, and probably to spite you. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> But if you could, like, fix some things. Yeah, and exactly. And how you, like, order society. And yeah, how you, and like, yeah, yeah, and be aware.
1: Yeah. And tell and
0: people their worth, then yeah, maybe you could do that.
1: Yeah, do that. Pay it forward is yeah. what we're saying, people. Build
0: better housing, affordable right. housing where people could actually have whatever family they want, be able to live there and afford to live there and create meaningful communities, not this, like, fucking... Don't look me in the eye, neighbor bullshit.
1: Yes, because that's exactly what... They, that's another thing. I know, I'm bringing understand, it back
0: for you. I don't
1: understand people who don't, like, look at people in their eye when they're... T- like, that happens in Ottawa all the time. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, have you... Like, what what's what's the matter? Because you're either disrespecting me
0: yeah.
1: or you're disrespecting yourself. Like, mm-hmm. which one is it? I don't know. Anyway, I digress. But... um. I'm, it's a good thing we didn't. It's a good thing that we didn't go over anything in terms of time.
0: <laughs> oh man, the sunset shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this has been fun. It has. Thank you for joining us for Misogynist of the Week. You can uh, keep in touch with us on all the various social mediums: uh, Facebook at Bad and B Podcasts, Twitter at Bad and Bitchy, Instagram at Bad and B Pod. Email at badandbpod and b- pod at gmail.com and Patreon. Hit us up on Patreon. we would love for you to support us in doing the work that we do. We're at bad and b at bad and bitchy on patreon.com. And you can also subscribe to our newsletter Stay Bitchy for uh monthly uh in-depth humor and information. Uh other It's pretty dope, y'all. <laughs> and uh we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.
1: My bitch is bad and boss